0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99. My name is Noam Dwarman. I'm the owner of the Comedy Cellar, and I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Dan Natterman. Hello, Dan.
1: How do you do? And uh, welcome back. From, oh, I was yeah, I was you in Vegas. here last week. Yeah, I was in Vegas last week. Okay.
0: Uh, we're joined today by Joe Mackey, who is a comedian who has appeared on The Tonight Show, Conan, Red Eye, and was a finalist on Last Comic Standing. He may be seen regularly at the Comedy Cellar. Welcome, Joe Mackey. Thank you for having me. And you know, I realize why I always pass over you now. It just occurs to me. Because you never write you never
2: I mean I don't put Dan on that list either. You remember to introduce him. Right.
0: It's yeah. one of the reasons that he doesn't. You may hear those mellifluous <laughs> tones and wonder who is that? That's <laughs> that's Ashenbrand our Brand. Ashenbrand. Asha <laughs> uh, <laughs> every week. Ashenbrand. It doesn't sound like a real name, Ashenbrand. It sounds it sounds it's too it fucking fucking sounds too week. ethnic it's to scary. pronounce Without some sort of accent, German, like, like Nicaragua, okay, and um, the kind Nicaragua. of the, the, Nicaragua. Nicaragua. <laughs> uh, the guest of honor, Jamie Kirchick, is a visiting fellow at the Brookings Institution. He's author, a visiting
2: <laughs> fellow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> author of *The End of Europe: Dictators, Demagogues, and the Coming Dark Age*, and a columnist for *Tablet* magazine. He is at work on his next book, *A History of Gay Washington D.C.* Wow, that's a big. Uh, uh,
3: um, it's a big topic. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's a, that's a...
0: So, so, you know, just before we get into the
3: other stuff, the coming dark ages? Yeah. I think we're in them already. In what way? I just read the newspaper. Walk outside. Doesn't it seem like that? I don't know. Well, I, I, it seems like that only if you read the newspaper. Yeah, that's true. You can just ignore the news and, and go on your merry day.
0: Yeah, what, one you of know. my one of my uh, kind of defenses... of going uh, One of my defenses of Trump, what's called defense, is that if you, if you didn't ever read the newspaper... You would think things were awesome. He hasn't. It hasn't actually trickled down into any real... Unless
3: you're an immigrant. <laughs>
2: but
0: unless you live <laughs> in a cave. I'm not sure even <laughs> if you're an
2: immigrant.
3: If you're an illegal uh, immigrant. If you're not here legally, it's probably pretty tough.
2: I, well, I don't. It always, tougher,
3: it, tougher I, than it was. It I don't know. Was. I don't. Yeah. Unless you're was. in a Worse.
2: cage and you've been separated from your yeah, parents, right, And right. you're <laughs> drinking out of a fucking toilet.
0: <laughs> okay. First of all,
4: uh, those pictures from the Obama administration. Wow, we
0: just <laughs> we
4: <laughs> just got right
3: into it. Yeah.
0: So, so I'm going to grant you that um, if you're if you were caught up on the on the border, yeah. uh, yes, that that is that is different. Yeah. I, I'm not. I don't have that much knowledge to know to what extent is different, and I assume everything is always
3: exaggerated yes. when, when it comes to Trump. My, my book is about Europe, yeah. so I and I and I, I agree with you. There's a lot of hysteria around Trump. I'm not a. I feel like you have to preface every statement with this these days. I don't like Donald Trump. I didn't vote for him. I never will vote for him. But, know, I want to
1: give you the Larry David look. You didn't vote
3: for I him? I did not, absolutely, did not vote for him. <laughs> Go ahead. But,
1: uh, you can't say you never will, would vote for him if the, if the alternative were worse. You would vote for him. Or you just would I stay. wouldn't vote. You wouldn't I'd vote, write I, in somebody else. But, okay, you'd write in somebody else. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, so, 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 um, so is, but, is Europe a harbinger for America?
3: You know, uh, in some ways, yes. In other ways, no. I think we have many saving graces that'll uh, prevent us from going down the, the road that the Europeans are going down. We're blessed by geography, you know. We're we're surrounded by oceans. We don't have a nasty, aggressive neighbor invading us every what? every couple of years, like, like the Europeans do with Russia.
0: So, just in, in like in, in two cents or something, what is the what is the description of the Dark Age? What's what's the big
3: change? Well, happening the thesis in of the book is basically that everything we've come to associate with Europe being liberal democracy and economic prosperity and the perpetual peace—all these assumptions are being sort of over overturned. You will. And is this is this because of the negative
0: uh, population growth of uh, the the Europeans? That's and, a and my,
3: that's a part of it, but I, I look more at the security dimension again. The Russians, the um, low economic growth, the the rise of populism on the extreme left and the extreme right. Those those factors. Yeah. What do you think, Joe? Europe for or against? <laughs> I,
0: I
4: was just there, it was great.
0: I don't you know there's
4: there's so much hyperbole going around going around these days. That Everyone's means like kinda, exaggeration. Thank I can tell Power thank Peel, go you. ahead. It's like when you turn on ESPN, everything is the best or the worst. Nothing's okay. Right. And when you walk around, everything is pretty okay. And that's that's my only problem with it. Is Europe does Europe have problems? Yes, but Europe's always had problems, sure. and so has America. Yeah, and we're gonna be okay. It's not the end of the world. It's—I don't think. I mean, if it
0: is, well, <laughs> it won't matter if I'm wrong.
2: <laughs> are we gonna be okay? That is the question. Are we gonna be okay?
3: Um, I mean, is... I think
2: it depends who we are. Some people are categorically not okay.
3: Including the president of the United uh, I, States. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's he's not okay. But you know, is what? So we talk about this every week, and I know Dan gets hard. But to me, the biggest threat to America is not Donald Trump, by a long shot. Mm. The biggest threat to America is that we are coming apart. Yeah, and we're and we are actually embracing an ideology and a world view. Which can only lead to us coming apart.
3: What's that ideology? Which
0: is the end of the melting pot, right? that that the most yes. important thing that defines us right. is our differences, right and 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 any and and we're in total denial about it. Yeah. And, and if you bring it up, you you're called names yeah. rather than discuss it on the merits. And if you say, well, listen, even in Canada, when they focus on the French versus the thing, they talk about seceding. right. Why are we going to hold together? Like, and as, as we say every week, How are we going to tell um, people outside America who have no constitutional Mm. rights Come. It doesn't matter where you're from. Where you're welcome here. But if you're Asian, once you get here and you're too successful, yeah. we're going to make sure not to have too many of you yeah. at school. Right. I mean, this is this is. Or, so or I don't. We're not going to be okay if this continues. Go ahead. Or
4: we're saying uh, come here. It doesn't matter where you're from. But when you get here, it yeah. totally matters that, you're that, from, that, more that,
0: that, than anything else. That's exactly my point. That this is not a formula for what what happens when Pluribus doesn't want to become Unum. Yeah. This is yeah. it. This is. Yeah.
2: And uh, that's and not Trump. I just Trump. got my title for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You I totally agree
3: it. with you yeah. on that. And uh, I think it's a problem on the left and the right. I think we often associate this sort of identity politics with the left. But there's absolutely a, a right-wing version of it, too. I think Trump definitely exploited that. Um, but in, you know, it's kind of a chicken-and-the-egg thing, right? It's like who who came first, who antagonize the other side first. It's sort of like a Weimar Germany dynamic, right? Where it's the extremes on both sides, I feel like, are constantly egging each other on. I think most Americans agree with what you and I would think about American identity, but they're being drowned out by the loudest voices on either extreme. So it's like you got Milo Yiannopoulos versus, you know, crazy intersectional leftists on college campuses and that's sort of
0: Yeah, but do you really that think though they, they cancel each other out? Like to me, the people on the right are a bunch of crazies. And the people on the left are aspiring to run for president in 2024. Well, you know, I think they want to change Bernie, everything. Bernie
1: Sanders, who is a presidential candidate, and Kamala Harris, who is a presidential candidate, are are um, stoking racial hatred overtly this week. Are they? I believe so. How? By saying that uh, Trump, using the word lynch, oh, let's go. Well, about that? Was, was a racist. Uh, was was a racist thing. Uh, And Biden used the word lynch 20 years ago. A bunch of people did. And a lot of people did. And and people use that term all the time in different contexts. But all of a sudden now, you're a racist if you use the term. It's kind of ridiculous. He didn't mean it racially. I, I highly doubt he did. And, uh, and Biden used it 20 years ago and then just said, yeah, that's true, and I shouldn't have, but it's different when Trump uses it. I, I will, I'll, I'll let
0: you answer, but I, I will say this. I do think it's possible that he says to himself, I'm going to use this word oh, lynch, yeah. and that they're going to lose their uh, fucking minds. Yeah. But why shouldn't I use it? They use it. Why should I buy into uh, their—like, nobody would blink an eye and didn't when Joe Biden described the, the Clinton impeachment as a lynching. So why should I temper myself? And I, I, that's one of the few things I like
3: about the guy. He just says whatever the hell he wants.
0: No, that he doesn't, that he's not cowed. It's not right. Like, uh, by, by yeah. all, by the all. The political
3: correctness and Yeah, whatnot. by all yeah, rights, yeah, yeah. if right. they use the word, sure, sure. he should be able to use yeah. the word. Yeah.
0: And he's not, not going to back down, and I it's like that. It's sort of like
3: Lucy with the football. It's like he constantly behaves this way, and every week they're, like, outraged again. It's like, haven't you learned that he's playing games with you? This yeah. is why I don't really follow this stuff anymore. I'm not really on Twitter. I don't. I don't follow the daily dramas in Washington. He's addicted. Find addicted to Twitter. I find it so stupid. I think Trump, he makes idiots out of anyone who <laughs> cares enough. So like his supporters, the real diehard supporters, they are idiots because yeah. to think that this man should be leader of the free world is a, is a blatantly idiotic proposition. But in the same way, you turn on MSNBC or CNN and you look at these people who like literally they wake up every day and it's... What can I, how can I get outraged by this guy? And it's so predictable. He's not an interesting person. Richard Nixon is a fascinating man.
1: It's it's one thing Donald
3: Trump is not interesting. It's one thing to say, how can I be outraged?
1: But it's a dangerous thing to say, how can I be outraged and stoke racial division? Yeah. Sure. and, And that's the difference. And to view everything that is said through a racial prism, I think, is the most dangerous threat to America, just to echo what Noam was saying. If anything is going to destroy this country, I think that's what's, what's going to do it. Well, look, it, I think you agree with me.
0: Intersectionality yeah. is racism, pure yes. and simple. Yes. And they've dressed it up as righteousness, which is... I mean, I'm no expert, you probably are, but it seems to me I've heard that this is the way other totalitarian and evil regimes have have done it. They take something evil and they pretend that this is the way of the angels. Mm-hmm. So, And that seems to me what intersectional thought is. It I th- scares the shit out of me.
4: I think the plan is we're going to unite the country by dividing
0: it.
1: Well, whose plan is that? <laughs> whose plan is that, Joe? <laughs> well, it's like, it's
4: like, well, this group gets this much to get into college, and this group right. gets this much to get into college, and then... And then no one will really be happy, and then everyone's happy.
0: I don't know, Joe.
4: I don't know either. It just, <laughs> so it just it, seems like that's all we're doing. We're saying like we're going to lift these people up by saying that when they do something, it's it's less of a bad thing. If another group does it, yeah. it's it's worse. So right. that, in a sense, we are trying to unite the country by
0: dividing people even more. And just the way they, just the way they've decided that it's okay to just bash white people to use white as a total insult it's a a pejorative aren't you sick of these old white men like that's not racism I noticed that
3: the first time during the Kavanaugh oh yeah hearings it's like you can not like Brett Kavanaugh you can think he's a right wing judicial mastermind whatever you could think he's a sexually abusive rapist even the fact that he's white to me did not seem attempted rapist whatever yeah the fact that he was, he's white did not seem particularly relevant to this. Yet everywhere I saw him being described as, you know, X, Y, Z, and white guy.
0: Well, I had the and same it, thought. And, and also they, they were attacking the Senate judiciary. All these white defense, guys. All these white guys, as, right. if, as if it was a bunch of Muslim guys or right. black guys. Right. They'd be totally, much right. more exquisitely sensitive to the issue right. of, of yeah. you know how... Uh, Muslim uh, guys are exquisitely sensitive to, to feminist issues. I mean, I don't mean to, don't well, mean to well, sound bigoted. I'm just that's saying, the like, point. That's what are what I we was, talking about? That's
4: here. the point I was trying to make, though. I'm editing it's, that if, out. It's a, if it's a different group, they're judged by completely different standards.
0: Oh, can I give you an example of that? Sure. So there was a, a headline today um, uh, uh, about Pete. I, 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 you know, I didn't screenshot Mayor the headline. Pete. But Mayor Pete, they did a focus group Yeah because they don't understand why he's not getting any support of black people. Yeah. So the internal focus groups conducted by Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg's presidential campaign this summer reveal a possible reason why he's struggling with African Americans. His sexuality is a problem. <laughs> the 21-page report conducted by the Strat- uh said um, that they found, quote, black- being gay was a barrier for these voters, particularly for those men who seem deeply uncomfortable with even discussing it. Mm. So fine. Black voters are not taking to
3: Pete Buttigieg because now imagine if this could With Trump pres- voters. With Trump vote, any- You can say whatever you want about Trump voters. You can call them the scum of the earth and it's fine. Or anybody it's white. It's fine.
4: Even right? every time a comedian does a, a dumb racist voice it's always this southern hick.
3: <laughs> and I'm like, no, there's,
2: it's
4: like, there's like, ah, we don't want those people around. here. It's always
0: that guy, and I'm like, no, that's not. A lot of racists don't sound like that. So, so if the, if this story was exactly the same, but it was Jewish voters who were reluctant to support. Oh, you know, they'd be. What all would of, the headline right, be? Right. Jewish voters yeah, uh, right, uh, d- right. despise whatever you know.
3: Uh, don't not like, tolerant, of not the queer, tolerant of the yeah. queer community. Yeah, the yeah. alphabet. The alphabet community is Dave Chappelle. So classes.
0: now I'm not bashing. Really, I'm not. I'm not bashing black. People here, by any stretch of the imagination, to be very clear, because I think that they're no different than anybody. I think there's a lot of groups who probably feel this way. I'm bashing, in a sense, the kind of condescending way. Well, pe- what annoyed me is that this, talk about this was
3: apparent. This has been apparent for a very long time that Pete Buttigieg has had a problem with black voters, and it's really only in the past couple weeks that you've seen the mainstream media saying, "Oh, maybe this could be the reason."
0: Yeah, well, they were It trying was to so say-
3: obvious to anyone who knows about, I mean, look, the reason why Proposition 8 passed in California in 2008, that was the ballot measure to repeal gay marriage, is because you had a much higher black turnout for Barack Obama running for president in 2008. And a lot of those voters, most of them, 70% of them voted in favor of Proposition 8. So what? this is not a secret among people who know about American politics that, that <clears throat> among black voters there's, there's more homophobia. But no one wanted to talk about this until now when it's becoming painfully apparent.
0: I'm not even sure it's fair to talk about it as black voters because black, I think, are the most religious
3: That's group. part of it. And, and look, there's other reasons why they're not. Look, Pete Buttigieg is, uh, is uh, really white, if I could say that. The McKinsey consultant. The, yeah. I mean, he just kind of screams that in a way. And also, black voters are very pragmatic. They want to win. They, that's why they like Hillary Clinton, I think, over Bernie, because Bernie's just some socialist promising them the moon, and they've heard white guys promising them the moon before, and they don't think he's going to win. Mayor. Biden is the pragmatic choice, so there are other reasons why black voters would prefer other candidates to Pete Buttigieg. He's got a lot of... He doesn't
1: have much history with him either, being the mayor he's of new, South Bend. He's
3: new, ben. he's young, he's not... You know, there was a controversy with the black police chief that was fired. You can
1: win, by the way, a, uh, on Facebook, uh, Pete Buttigieg... If you give them your email, you can win a trip to South Bend yes. to have pizza, pizza with Pete. I would like but to do But it reminded that. me of that old joke, that old W.C. Fields joke. First prize, a week in South Bend. Second prize, two weeks in South. Bend. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said the joke was about Philadelphia, but the point is, it's, it's probably the first time anybody's ever won a trip to South Bend. <laughs> you lost a trip. To but South I, Bend. by the way, I entered. I, I entered enter the comp. I enter all those contests to win a. Pizza with Pete and yeah, even yeah. lunch with Trump. It'd be great. Would, it's great material. But Why wouldn't I want to have lunch with Trump? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm not a Trump voter, but yeah. I clicked. But now I get a lot of his emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, yeah, sure, I'll have a vote with Trump. Do It'd be you great. think these, uh, these things are
2: real? Like, do you really yeah, stand a chance for that well, to happen? Well, of course, yeah.
1: You know, the same chance like it's winning the lottery, you probably won't, but somebody's going to do it. And if just gonna have pizza with Pete, I'd rather have it. Might as well be you. Are you are you I, saying I, it's a ruse?
2: <laughs> I'm saying it's very possibly a I, ruse. I, I, so I just
1: wanted it just to go back and, and say, you'd also win a win a trip to see Hamilton with Chaston. Oh wow. have you know, to play Hamilton. That's but why the hell not... do I wanna hang out with Chaston? <laughs> with who? Uh, that's his husband. His husband.
0: husband. Oh. They had to bring musical theater into it somehow. Huh?
1: Um, <laughs> so anyway, you don't even I, want to know the comments on, on I, that
0: I, I just wanted to say that I, I'm just wondering if you controlled for uh, churchgoers, which black people tend yeah, to yeah, be, yeah. would there be that much difference between the, the black acceptance of Pete Buttigieg as, as opposed to the white? And There aren't that many Within white. Within the
3: Democratic people. primary, yes. Yeah. Yes, not maybe not the general population, but well, there aren't the Demo- that many white evangelicals
0: in the Democratic Party. Sure. So, you so but know, this, yeah. is a,
3: this is this is going to be a real hurdle for him, and it's going to probably be one of the reasons why he won't win.
0: Oh, I don't think he can overcome it. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, so before I get to Elizabeth, what do you think about Elizabeth Warren? Not a fan. So you would vote not for her over Donald Trump?
3: Uh, I'm not going to get into my voting preferences. That's, uh, that's, a, that's between me and the Well, the if you were writing up. a novel and the protagonist <laughs> had to
2: choose... It's the like O.J.'s book. If I,
3: I did kill if her... I did, if I did vote... You know, I voted for Hillary Clinton. I didn't think twice about it. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren, um, I would not have that same assurance... I can tell you that right now. Going but you would it. say you would never vote for Trump. I can't vote. For, I can't vote so for that if man. It was He's unfit to If be it's president. Elizabeth versus Trump, you're
1: saying your choice is either Elizabeth or Harambe.
3: Probably, yes. We're yeah. so, yeah. so not voting. We're not voting. I,
1: but no, I don't think not voting... It's then you're not voting. An it's, not voting. Trump. it's an option.
3: You can do yeah. it. But
1: is not voting really ever a positive thing to
3: do? Well, I was just in Australia, you know, a couple months ago, and they have compulsory voting uh, where they fine you if you don't vote. And they actually say it... it, it, it plays a good role in sort um, in avoiding populism because all the candidates have to appeal to everyone in society whereas in this country you know you just have politicians appealing just to their base i think that's part of the reason why we've gotten so polarized don't tell the mta that they'll start fining people for,
4: for more fares to fix the mta it's a big problem here i'm i'm rambling now <laughs> but that's okay you know the mta they, they keep raising but what is, oh, what is it now? How much? Well, does it they cost? can find so, the people and then use that money from the fines for voting to oh. to fix the to pay for the trade. Okay, this oh,
3: turns, okay, <laughs> all right. We're off
1: the rails here, gang. We need to take. But a do, break. do you think it's <laughs> so ever the, Do you think it's ever the morally appropriate choice not to vote? I mean, if yes. you feel that one candidate is worse than the other, yeah. isn't it the morally? You basically uh, you're just trying to, you're trying to get
3: me to say I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. I can t- I can tell No, I'm just saying in, in a point. general
1: abstract <laughs> matter, is it ever morally appropriate not to vote? You know, I I and said that,
3: I said that in 2016. Actually, I was I had a lot of um, sort of never Trump Republican friends who couldn't bring themselves to vote for Hillary, and I was saying you got to vote for Hillary. It's uh, I know you don't like her, but she's you know she's better than him. And I kind of now feel with the direction of the Democratic Party and the left more broadly since 2016. I feel I'm kind of in that position where I'm still never Trump, but I'm just disgusted with what I see on the left. What specifically
2: I, about Warren do you find so You know, like, there are besides big things and little a things. So like, here's, like, a real, <laughs> here's, like, a real
3: niche thing so, that, like, probably annoyed just me and, like, <laughs> some of my colleagues. She came out in favor of a nuclear non-first-use policy, meaning that we would openly declare and have it as our policy not to be the first power to ever wait, use wait. a nuclear weapon. Even for hurricanes? Right. <laughs> Even for hurricanes. <laughs> okay. And to me, that's just a boneheaded idea that yeah. like the only people who would ever support that are, you know, like peacenik types from the 60s. Like, it's just a strategically unwise thing to announce to the world and to the Russians and the Chinese, you know, we will never use a nuclear weapon first because... You know, looking at history, They're the, like,
2: great. <laughs> we will.
3: Yeah, precisely. <laughs> and, like you don't need to be a, a nuclear strategist to get this. Like even and so, I can figure that. She out She just threw that out there, and that that to me was just kind of alarming. Like she clearly had thought about this because it was not, it's kind of a niche. topic So that that annoyed how me. Yeah, yeah, we're not that,
0: on that. How about the fact that her scholarship is a fraud according to the Atlantic Magazine? You know.
3: Or, oh, I didn't. See her 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 um, scholarship, her academic scholarship. Yeah. That, that well, is, look, the whole Pocahontas thing, for lack of a better term. You know, I think that's going to really hurt her if she's the nominee. And no one's talking about it because it's a Democratic primary. But, you know, Trump kind of had her dead to rights on that. And this is a real um, liability for her. I think a lot of Americans, at the end of the day, whether they're liberals or conservatives, believe in fair play. And they see a white woman abusing the system of racial preferences. That's not as bad as using the word lynching. I think it's well, no, I'm kidding. I think it's I'm being sarcastic. worse. I'm being and um, they forgive it. She, you know, I think she wrote a cookbook, "Pow Wow Chow," which apparently <laughs> she plagiarized. I think mean, look, these may seem <laughs> these may seem like minor, you know, things when we have who we have in the White House. But I just think she's a bad choice. I think I think you know, <laughs> look, she's being attacked by her own rivals on the stage. She has these plans that are, she hasn't said how they're going to be funded. Now, um, who's the most Also, I also candidate. think one more thing. I also think look. Forgiving everyone of their student debt, I think, is a really bad idea. Why? What do you, what? I think it's a moral hazard, for one, because a lot of people in this country have accumulated student debt and have responsibly paid it off. And what kind of message does that send to all those people, right? All the people who saved and scrimped to pay off their student debt. Oh, the other people, the irresponsible people, who got a $100,000 loan so they could study puppetry, okay, <laughs> at NYU and get a, doctor, a doctor's in puppetry or, or you know... Intersectional transgender Indian Native American studies—that we're all going to have well, to pay for that. Well, easy thinking, well, I just, no, I think that's a, and, it, okay. and it's going to cost. Wait, let's go, let's go. The, go. the only way it's fair is if you have to
4: turn your degree back in. You can't yes. keep your degree that you couldn't pay for because there's a lot of people who didn't go to school because they couldn't yes. pay for it. Right. And all of a sudden you're like, no, I, it's not fair
1: that I uh, have to pay for the. That's totally fair that you have to. Re, you have to commit to the obligation, you may... Yeah but you, yeah, but you get to keep your knowledge, which isn't very much anyway. Right. I mean, you like know. Noam kind of pointed out,
4: a lot of these degrees are completely useless yes. unless you want to go teach
1: the same crap that you learned to <laughs> other rubes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think instead of, instead of a system of everybody gets to go to school for free, how about a system of not everybody should be going to school in the first place? Right. Yes.
3: Or uh, vocational school. Or, or a system
1: or of de-emphasizing... The, you know, the four-year the, liberal the, 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 arts degree. You know, so yeah. somebody decided that a bachelor's degree... Who, first of all, who made up the criteria
3: yeah. for a bachelor's degree? Right. I think it's Who's, a post-World War II with the GI Bill. But who said, had, okay, a
1: bachelor's degree has to be this. Right. We're going to have four... Somebody had to make that up. Yeah. Somebody had to come up with that system. Yeah. That this is what a bachelor's degree consists of. Right. Right. This is what a master's degree consists right. of.
4: I got a communications degree,
1: and it was four years. I
4: could It could have been a two-month... <laughs>
2: correspondence <laughs> course but no I,
4: for what I got yeah. what they taught me it, there was yeah. no reason that it and had as, to as, as, it as
1: comedians like we're a very extreme examples of wasted degrees <laughs> it's, it's hard to find a, a profession that that requires less formal education than yeah, a comedian right but we're not the only examples
3: no that's true
1: and even my sister who's on Wall Street and she went and she studied finance at Wharton will tell you that she pretty much, most of what she uses is not from her, what she really? learned at school. What she learned at school proved to her employers that she was able to work hard and, and get learned. a good grade. And learn. And it was like a basically a selection process. Yes. But it's not like she used much of that right. on the job. So, okay. So, so let me ask you this, Mr. Not Never Vote for Trump.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, We're going to get canceled, by the way. After this podcast oh, I'm. No, do we God, you, have no,
2: you have no idea no. So,
3: Joe Mackey M-A-C-H-I
0: on Twitter I've never I've never <laughs> I've never I never supported Trump and I, and I didn't vote Because I'm immoral But I uh, I supported Hillary But We're into a new um, Territory With somebody like Elizabeth Warren mm. And Just for uh, The sake of uh, 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 An exercise Let's just remove All the character issues For a second Yeah and just imagine what the country could be if Elizabeth Warren had her way and compare it to what it would like to be if Trump had his way. Now let let me so Medicare for all, no private insurance, which to me it's forget about the, the fiscal issue. It means that we have nothing to compare it to. So like like, you know, if there's both systems, you say, well, my friend who has a private insurance, well he's getting his MRI in two days. I can right. so that puts pressure on the on the government system. When there's only one system, it's like the post office. The yeah. post office never right. got its shit together UPS, until Federal Express yeah, U- right. yeah. So there's that. There's um, there's all these laws going around now about uh, penalizing people for using the wrong words. Uh, all sorts of in New York... That's,
3: that's unconstitutional. Well,
0: on, with the conservative court, it is. I, I am quite... Uh, I think it's quite... I shouldn't say certain, but I, I feel very strongly the, 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 the people that Elizabeth Warren would appoint would be likely to move away from the staunch well, free look, Elizabeth speech Elizabeth Warren attitude. did
3: come out and slapped Kamala Harris down for suggesting that Trump's Twitter account should be revoked. She didn't slap it, it
0: down. She just wouldn't, she just wouldn't she, answer she, it.
3: Fine, but she, she rejected it, which is a, a stupid idea and obviously a, a, a ploy for attention that Kamala Harris was,
0: was unsuccessfully
3: doing. It. And so I, that reassures me that... Warren could have easily said yeah I'm going to support that and she didn't and that shows that but she's I, you know I, su- I don't know let, let, let's take Citizens United for a second without getting too in the
0: weeds it was, it was this is this, this, this very very controversial free speech ruling you know or
3: or the people on the other side would say it was a campaign finance ruling. That's how they would look at it. The
0: campaign finance. Rule. but So without getting into the, the, the weeds of it, I never understood the argument about it. Because if, if you were to come out on the liberal side, what you would have to say is that it should have been illegal for these people to produce right. this documentary. Right. On, in yeah. an election time, yeah. it would be criminal. Yes. You could go to jail. Producing a documentary about the person running for president. Right now, of course, you could write a book about. I mean, it, it's so absurd, yet it got four votes. Yeah, imagine if, and and Elizabeth Warren, I'm sure, would be in favor of repealing uh, or overturning Citizens United. If Citizens
1: United, the one about the cake. It's it was about, about no, corporate personhood. <laughs> it, was, it was about corporate personhood. But but but, but the, the the essence.
0: Yeah, but they, what's they, the one they, they, that says you can't bake a cake? Listen, that's this
3: is, that was uh, that was the Colorado. Um, uh, masterpiece Cake Shop.
0: Oh, good. Very good. So, uh, no, they, they, they characterize it as a corporation or people. that They'll characterize it, try to make it sound ridiculous. But what they won't tell you is that what it would have meant would have been criminalizing political speech right. at the time of an election. Yeah. And how could that be the right outcome? It couldn't. Even Lawrence Tribes, the ACLU defended Citizens United. Right. So it's been going although back 200 years. It, it's not a new new yeah. thing that yeah. the corporations have. So this featured. is scary to me on, on the left. Let alone the fact that uh, you know, well, Trump has made a mess of foreign the same mess of foreign policy that I would think that she'd be capable of. Although, well,
3: this stuff that's been going on with Ukraine over the past nuts. couple of weeks is really bad. So, it's uh, really bad. Should he be removed from office? You know, I. It's a very difficult question. Uh, I think. There's this kind of moral question, like, is what he did impeachable? And I think absolutely. I think he's clearly uh, unfit to be president. I think his behavior alone with regards to this, I'll quote John Bolton, this drug deal like regarding one. Ukraine. It'll be amazing if John Bolton comes out as the hero and all the lefties have to praise him as the hero, right? No, they will. Who saved us from Trump. Um, but then there's the other kind of practical question, which is, you know, if you're going to impeach a president, I think it needs to be bipartisan. And I worry that going into an election, we have an opportunity to beat him at the polls. And why can't we just do it that way? You know, And yeah. is, is going through an impeachment process, tearing the country apart. We saw what it did with Bill Clinton. It was a purely partisan action. And I think what Trump did is much worse than anything Bill Clinton did. But I, I, I question the, the practicality and the pragmatism of, of going through... With impeachment, but that—that—that's a political question. Do I think he deserves to be removed from office? Yes, I do. At this point. I what do, do
0: you think, Perriella? i am going to be Perry shocked uh, to hear uh, what, what Perriella thinks. What do you think? Trump should be removed?
2: Obviously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and then you're left with
3: President Pence. So yeah, that's—that's yeah, that that's,
2: that's really the problem. Well,
3: he's not mentally unstable. He's a no, normal. But he's, he's normal. A, yeah, he's just I in the mean, closet. No, he's, I mean, he's a
2: horrible human <laughs> wow, being. Wow, why do you say that? What do you say that? I mean, I think he's a homophobic. Why racist. do you think he's homophobic? Mean,
0: mean like the black people who won't support Pete Buttigieg? <laughs>
2: see see how mean. that... Exactly. Why do you think he's homophobic? I'm curious. Are they horrible? Who? The black... I mean, yeah, that, don't the, yeah. try to make me say something. Don't try <laughs> no, to... This I'm is ma- I'm, I'm, I'm making a point to you, going back to my other point, is that how
0: forgiving we right, are right. of no, this No, I'm person. not right.
2: forgiving. I'm never forgiving of homophobia. For I mean, for starters. Like, I don't forgive homophobia. Okay. Um, Go ahead. But why do I think... I I mean, I I just feel like I would, like, almost bet, like, really a lot of money that he is... I don't. I don't know that I can. I mean, I'm sure I could get online and find it. But I know that, like, I've read things. I'm like, yeah, this guy's. I just think he's a bad dude, and mm. I think that he's a worm, and the fact that he's standing by Donald Trump... That bothers me more. And, like, that what kind of moral more. fucking integrity do you have?
3: On that, I agree with you, yes. Who you're referring to? A oh, oh, Pence. Pence, yes. I lost track I mean,
2: any... Like, uh, you, you want <laughs> to, to... be an evangelical... You, you, you have to stand by him. He's the vice president. But why? I mean, why, like, if right. you have any integrity... I mean, oh, I don't care on. if you're a Republican or conservative, or what? Like, Donald Trump is unfit to be yes. president of the United States. Okay. You asked me the <laughs> fucking question. So?
1: Well,
4: not with remove, what, remove Trump? Not with what's been proven so far. Not with what... Because they initially said that this whistleblower had information of a quid pro quo, and f- then we find out, well, he has second-hand information. Then we find what? out from the transcript that there's no quid pro quo mentioned. Then we find out that the... The, uh, the, uh, the hearings have to be secret, and we're finding out that he's, he's a Democrat. He's, his bias might be that he's Democrat. But what about this guy, I would Taylor?
3: Taylor's yes, I would, recommend, I would highly recommend you read the testimony of Bill Taylor, who's the number one diplomat in Ukraine right now. So if you're going to come on here and have he you to a, read, all right, we're going to have to well, send you your it, I, I read it. I've been <laughs> to Ukraine a lot since 2014 when the Russians invaded. It. It's a country that I think is very important, and I, and I care a lot about its future and to read this testimony this is this guy's a career diplomat career foreign service he's a Vietnam veteran he has served republicans and democrats and you just read what the president is doing, and yeah. it's disgusting. So I mean, he's like, it's really, it's a drug deal, to quote John Bolton. Well, you're, yeah, you're, not really. the really excu- you're not getting the exculpatory evidence out of that yet. So That's let me not, make let me make the case, and you,
4: and you know, if I, Adam I, Schiff wants to keep it secret, you have to. You have but to have Schiff both is also sides. he's
3: a problem. Okay, yeah, he, he has, has to have is a both problem. sides. You
0: have to say, well,
3: I haven't heard the whole story okay, so, yet. So
0: let me just let me make the case. What I and you know, I've been I defended. I hate to say I'm defending Trump, but I was. Ariel has to go. Bye. Bye,
3: Go, I want to say something. So, no. I, <laughs> um, Our censor's gone now.
0: I, I I adamantly felt all through the Mueller thing, through the Russia thing, I, that, that they were not making the case. But here I think the case has clearly been made. One simple question. Do you think if there was no Hunter Biden mess in Ukraine that Trump would have any serious interest in whether this aid... Of course. Of, I mean, of course that be, not. Of course not. Like, and, that, and that tells me... Also, Donald
3: Trump cares about corruption? Really? Yeah, yeah it's
0: absurd. I mean, he might crouch, I think, but, but I, I and, and by the way, let me also say something. There's another issue, which is not getting enough attention, I don't think, but it, it, to me, it matters because it's much more in the realm of a high issue, it's like high crimes, a high issue, which is that for an American president to, um, in a roundabout way, find a way to get an American citizen investigated mm. without any due process. Yeah.
3: Yeah. By another
0: country. By another country. It's like rendition. Like, you know, it sounds to me like even more serious than anything else that we're talking Like, personally, that that, that gets like—like, yeah. like, like I had a friend who was caught up in- Who just
3: happens to be the son of his political opponent. That, that's right. Just so ha- I- that's completely coincidental. I had a friend who was caught up in the, the Mueller thing. Oh. And cleared. And totally cleared. Do I know this person? No, no. Okay.
0: And, um, and I was like—and I asked him, like, can you imagine if the next president came in and said, you know what? I'm not satisfied with the way Mueller investigated right. Hey Hey, Putin, could you investigate well, it's this it's called dude? double
3: jeopardy. You're not allowed... Yeah. That, you can't do that.
0: Yeah, that would be a violation right. of an American citizen's rights. Right. So it's, I find that very serious. However, let me say the final thing. Which he thing. did right. with
3: Hillary, which, basically. He said that they should investigate her emails again after he came into office. And they just apparently cleared her on that. But.
0: Yeah, well, but, all right. So, and... And, and and by the way, and there are procedures to do this without. I mean, he could bring it to the Justice Department. We it's, to investigate the thing in Ukraine. There's a way to do it above board, and, and that's the way it should be done. However, there is one thing where I tend to agree with you: is that in the end, the aid actually did go through. And if it actually had been held up, like literally, American policy had been rerouted yeah, right, because of this, I right. say that's it, done. You have we have to remove it. So the
3: fact that he relented in the end.
0: The fact that he relented, or that he never even really meant—
3: but it was suspended for a couple of weeks. Yeah,
0: but I—I I tend to think he was—he was trying to get something out, but he didn't even have the legal authority. Really, I think it was a big bluff. It's not much of a—it's not much of an excuse for him. It's just he always. It was the same way in a lot of the Mueller things. It's like right. he said, well, uh, but yeah. he right. never really he followed never pulled through. through. He's a coward. I mean, if the if the Ukrainians thought that there was a deal, the best the best evidence that there was a quid pro quo was that they did their end of the bargain, right. but they didn't. So clearly, they didn't think. There well, because it was leaked
3: and it came out and it became no, it was public months ago. Well, was it in early July? September? Was early September that that that. That he finally agreed to go, to go through with it. Well, I wasn't I'm, the call in July. The call was in July, but yeah. he didn't agree to finally come through with the aid. I think until early September. I'm not because he was cl- maybe because he was waiting on the investigation. I'm not clear on yeah. the on like, the it, timeline.
0: It could be. It seems to me like in July we'd say, "Listen, but I, I have a favor. I want Biden investigated." And then in August, if there was an investigation, I would have been like, "Oh, they got the message," right. But right. they didn't do anything. So I'm like, "Well, it didn't seem like they really got the message. They didn't do anything." So it just just makes it murky, right? And and. Why I think that, I, for the first time, I do believe he's crossed the threshold yeah. of an actual impeachable sure, offense. Right. But yes, an election would be much, much healthier for the for the nation,
1: and I wish but this people is would what breathe. I, this is what annoys me. It would uh, be health, healthier, but it, it also will will likely result, in my opinion, in his reelection.
3: I think it. I think it will. And I think this is part well, that's of that's democracy. Yes, and I think uh, unfortunately a lot of people in this country have not reconciled them to the fact that Donald Trump won fair and square, including Hillary Clinton, who can't seem to move on.
0: (laughs) Talk about Um, denial.
3: And I think it's really unhealthy. I mean, look, I didn't... Again, I didn't vote for the guy. I didn't want him to win. He won. I accepted it. I feel like a lot of people in my kind of world haven't come to terms with it. Someone like Adam Schiff, who I think is really... using... um, Extra electoral means basically to remove a democratically elected president. Yeah. And that just makes me uncomfortable. Joseph, I
1: I noticed, I think you looked at your, at the time, I don't know, do you have a spot? No, no, I just saw that Hillary Clinton just called you a Russian asset.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I, I just checked Twitter.
0: And by the way, do you agree with this? This is what people don't get. They think that people on the right love Trump. The left thinks that, oh, they love Trump so much. No, they don't love Trump. Some they, do.
3: A lot a lot of people on the right this, love Trump.
0: This is what I would, if I play the part of a right-wing person, I would say to a left-wing person, no, it's not that I love Trump. We
3: hate you. Yeah, well, that's a huge part of it. We, that's a huge part of it. It's huge. He's a troll. He's a troll. This is
0: why Biden is leading. Why else would Biden be leading in the polls when he's a bumbling, feeble? Who can, why do you think? Because He's palatable. He, he's he's the only person that we don't from people who are centered to a little bit right center say oh I don't I don't hate this guy right. he, I don't think but that I think he's-
3: Warren is going to win the nomination because that's where the energy and the emotion on the left is because she pisses off the right that's right in the same way that Trump as you correctly note is a troll to the left and and conservatives thrill at that right he's he fights he's yeah. for us I think Elizabeth Warren has more of that kind of attitude that a lot of people on the left like. She For scares instance, me. You know, you know, you know, I'll give you a good example. I'm gay. I support gay marriage. Her answer to that question, I don't know if you saw this, she was asked. I didn't know you m- were gay. Yeah, only on the weekends. Out. she was asked. <laughs> she was asked, what would you say to an old, I think it was a white guy, an old white man who opposes gay marriage? Yeah. How would you uh, explain to him why he's wrong? And she said, well, I'm only, uh, I or who believes marriage is between one man and one woman? And she said, well, I only uh, think you should marry one woman. If you can find one. Yeah, a little snarky. And to me, that was... I mean, look, 30% of the people in this country, 35, maybe 40% oppose gay marriage. Is that really uh, a proper way to speak to our fellow Americans? I disagree with them. I don't i don't think speaking down to people like that uh, is really productive. But clearly, you know, the audience got a thrill. The left gets a thrill out of it. And that's the kind of answer that they want. So she's she's moving into that kind of Trumpian territory I think and that she's you know speaking just to her side just to her supporters she won't go on Fox News yeah. apparently Yeah. What, what, but, did, did you support gay marriage all along Dan
1: um, don't I be intimidated ad- I'm not intimidated yeah. I, I, I support gay marriage as did a matter you? of did you always support? I never really discussed it but yeah, I don't care I don't know that it's always <laughs> it I don't know that, they, that uh, the constitution guarantees it sure just the same way I feel about abortion yeah I'm not against abortion. I don't know that the Constitution guarantees that right. we have a right to an abortion. But but, but I'm not against gay marriage. Then. I don't. As a policy, sure. Why not?
3: Gay so, marriage will destroy the institution of homosexuality.
1: You're joking? <laughs>
0: That's it's a joke. It's <laughs> a joke. So do you I, have, I, so I <laughs> want to admit that I was. I was never against it. Wouldn't be the right word because I was like whatever. But I, but I I felt at the time, and I and I was wrong. I felt at the time that there was a a certain vindictiveness that i that i sensed in the agenda of ramming it down like uh, white religious people's throats that turned me off and, and and at the time i supported this idea that they should take they should make all all weddings outside of churches civil, civil civil unions right. and just leave marriage to to the religious people to define now uh but I'll tell you when I changed my mind. Now this comes from, this that came out of the mouth of a guy who was very, very, very much um, uh, like like in law school. I volunteered for gay rights you know, pro bono stuff. I was okay. always very much yeah, yeah, interested yeah. in that cause, and I sure. and people were I knew people who were gay bash It was, it was important. Yeah. It was just that one issue. But when I saw the happiness that day, that yeah. it, and and there was
3: just exuberance. Right.
0: And Obama lit the um, yeah, White, White House, House up in, yeah, the, in the colors. That At that moment, I said, no, I, 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 I got this one See, wrong. See, I
3: think, oddly, now there's vindictiveness. You mentioned the cake case. I got so angry at that gay couple, you know, suing a, a Christian baker, trying to bankrupt someone because he wouldn't make them a wedding cake. Go to another fucking bakery. Yeah, well, that's the Andrew Solomon. And uh, well, Andrew's a friend of mine. And we totally agree on this. Yeah. And I don't understand. We've won. Yeah. We've won. Why are we now acting like sore winners? Yeah. And this is what I don't get. So I disagree that there was vindictiveness before, there was some vindictiveness before, but it's odd now that we've actually won gay equality in this country, and now it's so nasty. Yeah, I I said to somebody the
0: other night, I said, you know, uh, listening to the debate, uh, gay marriage is the law of the land. Why are we talking about this now? Like w- right. this is a hot issue now. Well, now the
3: trans thing has taken over, and that's all that they talk about. I still but. see
0: comedians say,
4: "I support gay marriage" at in New York City, and I'm like, "Wow,
3: it's
2: <laughs>
0: you are brave in New York City." Wow. So, what do you think about this trans? Uh, the,
3: the, oh, I, I really don't want you don't. I'm going to be canceled. Uh, you You don't want me to be canceled? No, I look. I, I don't uh, want you to be canceled. Uh, so we're in Greenwich Village, right? Which is just a couple blocks away from the uh, Stonewall. Yeah and I actually wrote a column for Tablet about this, but, you know, the, stone, the story of Stonewall, the Stonewall uprising, this epical moment in gay history, is now being rewritten uh, as having been led uh, by trans women of color. Bill de Blasio, the great mayor of this city, is spending $750,000 of your tax money to build statues to two trans women of color who allegedly were the leaders of the Stonewall uprising, one of them actually didn't show up until 2 in the morning. The other was strung out on heroin on a park bench in Bryant Park. We know this. I've done the, you can read it all on my piece and tablet. So this is just a complete and utter whitewashing of history. Um, so that annoys me. Maybe, like, not that even a whitewashing. It's a what, whatever, a transwashing. It's a lynching. It's a transwashing lynching. history. <laughs> of, uh, history. <laughs> no, look I, look, I think that um, we should respect everyone, and I don't think anyone should be discriminated against because of who they are. As a gay man, what worries me is that I'm seeing this push to say that gender non-conforming children are transgender. And to me that's very dangerous because 85% of gender dysphoric children, that is children who don't conform to the gender of their birth, grow up to be uh, gay, right? So the boy who maybe wears a dress and plays with Barbie dolls and is really fabulous, he's gonna grow up to be a gay man, okay? The tomboy girl who likes to play baseball and play with trucks or whatever, hes gonna grow up to be a a lesbian woman. What we have now is this push to declare that these children are actually of the opposite gender. And I believe that children should be allowed to experiment and grow. I believe for gay children should be, you know, you go through phases, right? That's what puberty is about. So when I see a nine-year-old being trotted out on a CNN debate, as a transgender child, imagine if they t- took out a nine-year-old and said, "This is a gay child." You, I mean, it'd be crazy. There's no one. No one knows what se- what, what sexuality they are at the age of nine. So, so I, I find this a little a little worrisome. Well,
1: I do think people have a good idea what their sexuality might be at the age of nine. Do they? I think so. I mean, I, it's not 100, percent, but I, I think I think you can get a pretty good gauge. Oh no, I, I, I know. I, 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 I don't. When I was watching Star Trek at
0: nine years old. And I would get an erection. It was the alien that turned me on, not Captain Kirk. It was very clear. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, th- I mean, I always liked aliens. In, in of your color. in your life,
1: uh, w-
3: what age do you think you knew? I don't think I knew until I was reasonable twelve turn. or thirteen. Wow, you're a late bloomer. I think well, you're a late. Most... I
1: think you're a late bloomer. That's all right.
3: Okay. I, know. I, th- I had a crush are... on
1: a girl in uh, kindergarten. Begged my mother to uh, arrange a play date. Never fucked her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I went over to her house, and nothing happened. As usual, but uh, but it was a, it was I don't think it's a coincidence that it was
3: a girl that I had a crush. Sure, um, you know. But look, there's a there's a if you say you're gay at nine years old, you might grow out of it. You might be gay. There are uh, procedures that have that are often undertaken if you're trans. There are hormone yeah, blockers. Well, that's there a, that's are. another. So issue. there are things that are contingent upon being trans sometimes that I think make that a something more of a serious or however you want to put it. Decision. Okay, so how, that go, go ahead, I mean, to, I just, I, I'm just a little wary again. I think trans people should be respected. I'm not denying that they don't exist. I'm not one of those people. Um, I just think that there are some issues where the gay community and the trans community have some beef, and that's only now sort of emerging uh, publicly.
0: Okay, but how about the the blatant? Unless I'm missing it, I've never. I'm not, also,
3: I'm, men should not. Sorry, biological men should not be participating in women's sports end of
0: oh, hold that thought i want okay. to get to so cuz uh, <laughs> even
3: right. uh, even saying biological man yeah. i'm going to be canceled for saying that so
0: so how about this what i regard to be a, a total contradiction i've said it before and i finally heard somebody say it recently on somewhere that we're told over and over again that gender is a social construct, right. meaning that when women are feminine or anything that they do is because society has, has taught them to... Right. Like wearing a dress. Yes. Whatever. Pink. Crying, right. girly, What's doll- you name Femininity. it. Femininity. The whole feminine, it, it's, it's just totally something that's imposed on them and taught to them. However, if you have a five-year-old who's a girl who's right. acting like a man, right. she's
3: born transgender. Right. Well,
0: then, then where did she get all that... Right. Masculine behavior from It
3: reifies This sort of narrative It reifies The uh, gender That's binary right. So no
0: wait No no both cannot It,
3: it cements it more Reify Yeah It's 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 imposing This gender binary
0: Right but what I'm saying the, Is that the, that the the, the two before. things Cannot both be accurate Right,
3: right. They're blatantly In contradiction No and you find A way. lot of uh, radical feminists Sort of second wave feminists Have real beef With uh, this aspect Of the transgender Movement And the transgender ideology Because oh, so, they said We try to liberate ourselves from these confining gender norms, the notion that all women have to wear dresses and like pink and be effeminate, and now you're trying to reimpose them on us by, you know, by uh, by stating that these are what a woman is. And I think we should just, you know, break the binary. Let people be, uh, express their gender want. however yeah. they want. And if a man wants to wear a skirt and be a man, great for him. Okay, but before they start operating right. on children, they ought to
0: have science. That, back, that backs them up. and if, and if a I don't think
3: children are being operated on. Teenagers. The operations don't happen until later. But there are no, hormone blockers, puberty well, blockers. Yeah, so whatever, point, whatever, uh, you me, to there to are make, there is medical interventions involved. Yeah. You're going to correct this
1: use of the word re- reify. I'm, reify <laughs> indeed <laughs> means make more concrete. Oh, or okay. okay. I don't know how I spent all this time. Nev- I mean, have you heard that word? Okay. I've never heard the word reify. <laughs> I can reify your point <laughs> that I have <laughs> not heard <that laughs> many times. Um, I think I hear reify, I think diarrhea it reify just sounds like a a a, 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 a purpose,
0: suffix and a prefix put together re and yeah, fy. It doesn't sound like <laughs> sound like a
1: word. That's what I'm saying It is a <laughs> word. You, but uh, it is a word, and yeah. you are correct in that in saying that. Yes. As far as giving hormones to kids, I mean, in a way, I get it because if you let that kid hit puberty, there it's, it's going to be a, a a line that is crossed, so that the kid will never. You have a young boy that wants to be a girl.
3: Who thinks I, he wants to be well, a girl. Well, may or may Maybe not. Maybe he really doesn't. He's nine years but old. Yeah, yeah, if you he don't,
1: said, he it, said 85% of the time they, turn, yeah, they grow okay, out but, of it. But, they, right. but in the case where they don't grow out of it, if you let that young biological male hit male puberty, then he has lost any chance of looking of, of looking like, uh, probably dangerous to say, but of looking like a, a real chick. <laughs> <laughs> my whole issue with and this whole de- have you
0: seen Bailey J? She looks like a real chick. She
1: does, but I don't know when she started. Yeah, and she's one of the few that I have jerked off to. But but, but. <laughs> one of the few. <laughs> but um I don't know when she started getting uh, hormones, Bailey J. She might have started young. And she would be an argument for young hormone treatment. Oh, so let's talk about the the athletics.
0: So so yeah.
1: a, a transgender but, female
0: right. just set the world record for cycling or something yeah, like that. Right.
3: Right. It's not not that challenging if you're uh
1: and,
0: and if you not, have
3: male hormones and uh, male muscles, well, they would—they would argue frame. that
1: they don't have the male hormones because they have hormone Well, treatment. They have
3: lots of other male things that give them an advantage over women when Come it comes on, to this, physical activity. They
1: I, keep dominating. This is not a coincidence. I, I agree with, Everybody with you. Everybody knows it. I agree with you. I. But, my only concern would be is uh, if to exclude them. Then where would they? Go, because they can't really compete with men either. Then they
3: can have their own league. I'm sorry, women should not. Women have women athletes have it hard enough as it is, that they should not be then made to compete against biological men. And when someone like Martina Navratilova, who is one of the most the best tennis players in history and a lesbian and a very important figure in the gay community, when as a woman she points this out, and she's branded as a bigot by these know nothing. Millennial queer nothings who call Martina a bigot go away, shut up. I mean, and really, it's absurd. It's absurd. That's the whole problem with this whole debate. You can, you know, genuinely
4: be trying to to find the truth and asking reasonable, sincere questions. But if you say anything that you're someone I don't know who decided is the right answer, then you're just labeled a bigot or or a phobic or whatever. And that just seems like you can't even have a discussion, you can't have a discussion, you can't be
1: wrong. You know, if you well, have
4: more lung capacity, thicker, but doesn't matter. You're big. You know, it doesn't.
0: So, so am I am I wrong by feeling that there's a correlation between that reaction that you're describing and the fact that there's not good arguments to defend their position? Like, would you have to call well, somebody a bigot right, if you could just right. spell out exactly why two plus two equals four? I,
1: I think my argument to defend their position would just be, as I said, because they have nowhere else to go unless you want to put them all in their own league. Then you're really excluding them. Let's say a high school trans athlete would really have nowhere to go. There's just not enough to form their own league. I wouldn't think. Say in a conference in southwestern Connecticut, where I grew up, there could be three, four, five. So then, what and is the, the so,
3: so? What's the solution?
1: Solution? Well, I, the solution might be just let them compete and let them compete against and them they men. win all the
3: trophies. No, that's I don't crazy. know if they're
1: going well, I'm saying that's a possible solution. Can I just say this? Or make them wear. A heavy, uh,
3: <laughs> like Harrison Bergeron, <laughs> uh, cap. the Kurt Vonnegut. Uh, so listen, yeah. there's
1: all
0: sorts of reasons that we divide people up into. Uh, By gender? Uh, no. By sex? No, into uh, uh, teams that compete against each other, or, or like, so like weight class in boxing, right. yeah. there's age in, in wrestling. elementary school, wrestling, whatever. Yeah. Your psychological state of mind in terms of how you see yourself and your gender is not something that would come into a decision to say it was not fair to have these people compete against
3: these people. Good point.
0: Period. Yeah. It's not not a reason. You're right. And you you should still compete
1: with the men.
3: Yes. Yes. If you uh, want,
1: you yes. know? So well, they're going to get clobbered with if they compete against the men because they're taking hormones. Well, well I've said this before. This is the tragedy. I think
3: that... I, I think that... Wait, the, let,
1: let, let me finish.
0: Right. That um, I think we're all at this table feel the same way. We all f- want everybody to get the full happiness... And to be included. ...out of life. And people who are transgender have drawn a shitty yes, hand. absolutely. And we should do everything that we can to ameliorate that. Yes, but we will never be able to to ameliorate it completely. There's no. going to be certain things that they're just, it's just going to be, and and our heart breaks for them.
3: And we should, and it's important to say that. I mean, as a gay that. man, I'm not going to be able to have a child with a woman. I mean, maybe I, yeah. well, you know, through science it. we could. Yeah. but, we but this is something it. you have to just yeah. accept. Yeah. Yeah. I could adopt a child. We could, could make you gonna, one, but it's not going to. You know, you don't have it's a bestie just, that you could have sex with. Or I, I'm a, just saying it's not it's not in my yeah. in my future. But I accept it.
0: When it gets to the world, when like you, if you if you take this to the Olympics, do you have any question that the Soviet or the Russian weightlifting team is going to yeah, be yeah, a bunch yeah. of dudes in wigs? <laughs> like, you think they're going to really respect? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're really no. These are really right, transgender. Yeah, right, <laughs> I mean, so it's going to be totally corrupted by
1: every right. dictatorship by, right, and, right, right. and
0: by and by a lot of cynical
1: yeah. athletes. Well, what right. we don't want, though, it'll, what it'll, we it'll what we good. utterly <laughs> don't want, is to encourage bigotry. And if indeed we, we decide that the best course of action is not to let transgender uh, women, say, compete against other women, we have to make clear that this does not mean we don't respect them as human beings. The of last course. thing we want is parents in the audience you know, protesting in a mean way against transgender Absolutely. teenagers. Oh, but this is,
0: but this a is, point, this yeah. is designed to, to make I people think it resent an I In
3: the same way that suing a baker in Colorado for not, you know, making a cake for a gay wedding, to me, that just unnecessarily... That creates homophobia. I, I really... If not homophobia, it, it creates antagonism between gay and straight people that does not need to exist. You know, it it's unnecessary. To, it used And to, I feel like this is the same thing.
0: It used to drive my father crazy that some Jew would, would go down <laughs> south... <laughs> And try and and pick a fight about. The, I, thought you, the, I thought you wanted to
3: say register black gra- people to vote. The,
0: the grammar school in Mississippi. Well, that's, that was that's, ha- not
3: ex- that's not a good. That's not a good That was
0: singing Christmas carols
3: or something. Oh, that I thought, they, I thought you were going to say re- registering black people to vote. No, he
0: said that. <laughs> no, no, no. He's saying like he's saying like like going
3: my, after the crash on the town square. Yeah, or something. my father's like we're so I, yeah, happy. Sure. Like why like, right, we right, have right. everything in yes, this country? Right. Why are we going to go yes. put it in their face? Exactly. Like you know, right, and and it right, is similar. I agree. I agree. Even if.
0: Theoretically, yes, there shouldn't be a national... If you really want to say, how do you defend a national Christmas tree?
3: Well, whatever. But why? It's absurd. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's just going to alienate people. I know, I know.
1: You know, it is what it is. I think Joe Joe is a Christian and might what agree What does ameliorate mean? <laughs> <laughs> I think it means to reify. <laughs> Did I use ameliorate correctly? <laughs> oh, uh, it means to improve. You knew that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, I mean, to... to, to, to all right. So, well, I think we're... I, I mean... We've done an hour. I would like to know, know Noam, if we have time, if you want to continue. We had a discussion last week on Columbus Day, about Columbus Day. Yeah. And I I wanted to know what your thoughts might be. Well, I know your thoughts, Jamie. Yeah. On, 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 is Columbus, was he, was he simply a product of a brutal era? Or was he uniquely evil and should be discarded as a national hero? I think he's
3: both. Or both. I think he was a brutal guy, clearly. But he was also a great explorer. Although didn't he didn't even really discover him. the United States, right? No, he, he went to, oh, like, s- south, uh, southern the Caribbean. The Caribbean. So I think he went to uh, St. Bart's. You know, I... No, he went I to... He uh, discovered know. the Western Hemisphere. Uh, yeah, I mean, but not me, he I've heard that he wasn't that brutal. I,
0: I, oh, heard, I thought I've heard he was. some revisionist, revisionist history. Oh, really? History.
3: I'd have to look. It's, yeah. To be honest, it's not something I've studied He's, up on that much. Yeah.
4: You know, about... you're Now, you're an Italian. I'm an Italian, but Columbus was not an Italian. Italy was not a country until it coalesced from city-states in the 1850s. Oh, right. He was- Genoan
1: or Genoan? He was
4: Genoan. And if you asked him, if you said, you're, you're Italian, he would be like, what right. is that? Went to a wedding a couple weeks back. I talked to the bride and groom. I said, hey, how long before you two have kids? Uh, because I really don't have any boundaries. <laughs> and they said they don't want to bring children into the world the way this world is now. I'm like, well, that's a weird thing to say, the way the world is now, because by most ways of looking at it, this is the best the world's ever been in history. 200 years ago, if you were very lucky, you were having 15 kids. Most of those kids would die. Most of life was having kids, then watching them die. Then you would die of a disease they prevent now by washing your hands. Being a doctor shouldn't have even been a real thing. All they were doing was telling you the name of what you had. Sir, you have tuberculosis. Lie down. That's it. Sir, your arm's infected. We'll cut it off. Although we didn't wash anything. So the stump will also get infected. We're just going to keep cutting the stump shorter until you're dead. Like your kids. <laughs> That'll be five chickens, sir. But
3: the Italians in this country get very defensive I know, it's, about it's, Columbus Day. It's
4: bizarre, his name wasn't even Columbus. Right. It was Cristoforo
1: Colombo. Right. Well, right. Well, that's an act of faith. Peter Falk? I think I read that the reason he became a holiday is because at a time when Italian-Americans were victims of terrible discrimination, yes. they needed to feel uh, like a part included. Apart, included. Right. And so... Like it's like
3: the transgender woman who just wants to be in the sports league
1: right, right. okay sure and so that he, they were given that Holloway we said well give them give the Italians Columbus and hopefully they'll shut up <laughs> um, and uh, and I think that was the origin of it yeah that, that, that uh, or sounds at least partly the origin of it I don't care if look as far as Columbus is concerned if they if they get rid of Columbus it doesn't bother me that much I don't think I don't know how much longer Jefferson and Washington can hold the line, you know. I am
3: afraid that that is sort of where this all leads. That is where it all leads. Yeah. I, now I it's I've not, said that
1: six, seven years
0: it's ago. It's not
3: politically palatable to say it now, but I do feel that that is where this leads.
0: If they, asked them, if they, if they took one of Jefferson's quotes about the inferiority of...
3: Senator Warren... We yep. have
0: a monument in Washington oh, D.C. They're already,
3: they're already renaming the Jefferson Jackson Day dinners. No, but was,
0: right. But in a, in, a, in a debate, Senator Warren, we yeah. have a monument in Washington right. D.C. To, to someone who, who, who bought, said this, who yeah. said slaves, who right. called by like, how do you justify that? Right. She fold.
3: I feel it is weird now. Not weird. It's it's disturbing now that it feels like Democratic politicians are only campaigning or trying to appeal to the sort of Twitter crowd. But I I actually don't think that that's very demonstrative or um, representative of the actual Democratic Party. If you actually look at Democratic voters, they're more moderate than you might think watching these debates.
0: Yes. That's why Biden's leading.
3: Right. Right. Apparently,
0: I saw today that he's leading by more than he's gone back up. Has he? CNN poll said so. And our friend Harry Enten from CNN... he he's been uh, very stubbornly saying that he thinks Biden's sitting pretty. But know? his
3: fundraising is not doing well. I think I don't know. Well, he's
4: yeah. going to get impeached I, for I trying know. to ha- stop the investigation of uh, having the uh, the top lawyer of the Ukraine fired for uh, investigating his son's uh, oil yeah. company.
0: I, I don't I don't know that money
3: matters that much. Look, Donald Trump didn't have a lot of money.
4: I don't think it, I don't think it, it matters what, what, it, what it used to mean. I mean, we're no, being no it
3: matters less. We're That's being true.
4: pulled pulled to the extremes by social media. It just it gets people into groups and. Gives them half truths and yeah.
0: uh, and and look at look at the, look at what the Democrats have to defend. They say that one hundred and forty thousand dollars in Facebook ads swung an election. Right, right. but no one money, their but mind millions of dollars is necessary now. in order right, to win right, an election. Right, well, right. which is it? I mean, if, if right. you can win an election for one hundred forty thousand right. dollars, Biden doesn't need anything.
4: If you see something you don't agree with on Facebook, you call the person stupid. You don't change your mind. The whole idea is <laughs> preposterous. <laughs> All right, so I guess that was a that was a, that was a quick
1: hour.
0: Oh, Jamie, you should you should be I had on great TV. Time.
3: Well, from your mouth to the TV producer's I ears. I do think he's got
1: TV-friendly look to I, him and uh, vocal quality and
3: all that Yeah, I have a face for podcasts no, no I no. think he's a
1: reasonably attractive <laughs> man he, reminds, he looks a little bit like Joe DeRosa actually to be I honest could, uh, oh, much better looking I'll than well, Joe DeRosa. like
4: a better <laughs> no offense no <laughs> like, no like
0: a handsome more masculine Joe DeRosa <laughs> <laughs> what What? Uh, what uh, would you like to yeah I, you have you tried to get on television well I've been
3: on Bill Maher which was oh a you have I didn't know that but to be You've honest Bill Maher. but like that's the it. only show I like I mean I look at cable news these days and it's such a I mean is there any good show on cable news is there uh, any show that you watch? Laura, a Laura Ingram? Ingram. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm serious. Kidding. I'm <laughs> serious. It's a no, it's a nothing. shout fest. There's nothing. It's just moronic. Uh... Uh, Brian
0: Williams is not bad. Oof. The 11 o'clock show is not bad. I'm I rolling used, my eyes. I used and... to like the O'Reilly Factor. Oh wow. I used to enjoy the show. I used to right. I used to feel that I would. There was an interesting. Well, Tucker is
3: kind of doing that shtick now. Yeah, but he's, he's he's smarter than O'Reilly.
0: I've heard other people say that, but I don't like his show as much. I, he's I, I don't like him. I don't take I don't. Him. I'm not
3: a, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of him either. But yeah. he's, doing, he's doing that kind of angry, he's, if I can say it, angry white man
0: yeah. shtick. But he's very, like, he, he's... He's he, a little smarmy. Like, he had Max Boot on, uh, and, I, and I can't stand Max Boot. And I was, by the time Tucker got finished with him, I wanted to donate to Max Boot. Like, <laughs> he was so rude to him and, and just, just like, was not a highbrow. Well, so
3: what side did you take in the epic Lauren Duca, Tucker Carlson... Who's Lauren Duke? Well, oh, she's the one, one who wrote the piece Trump is gaslighting America for teen I think, for teen Vogue. The, I think
1: Lauren Duke is on the it. schedule to come here unless she oh, canceled. Is she unless she canceled. <laughs>
3: she's coming on well, she's show. now a member of the uh, of the LGBT community apparently. You so. say that with a certain degree of dismissiveness. <laughs> no, I'm just she announced it a couple weeks ago on National Coming thought Out I Day. I I detect it in your voice, but maybe. And uh, you know, it's uh, great.
4: I would uh, check out the Greg Gutfeld show on Fox News this Saturday at 10 when you, <laughs> so you can see me. <laughs> Gutfeld is funny. Yeah, he's funny. Um, he's also like, uh, he'll give people their due. When I tell comics I'm on Fox News, I get a lot of pushback and yeah. I'm like, well, you've never seen the show because he's never, it's kind of a soft news show and he's never said, I mean, he had Lee Camp on the show all the time. He's probably, he's the
3: RT guy, isn't he?
4: Uh, uh, he had a show Tonight. on RT. Yeah, Redacted Tonight. He's very oh, liberal. That's unforgivable.
3: Look, he's not liberal. He's a,
0: Gutfeld is, uh, Gutfeld is a
3: libertarian
0: Gutfeld't is not a moralist. Gutfeld doesn't care about you know gay marriage and things like that and and ironically as much as Fox is worse than it's ever been, it's still more diverse yeah. than any of the other networks right. which is crazy. Yeah. Like like from you know you'll hear um, when, when uh, Judge Napolitano or Shepard Smith until he quit when right. people would be blasting yeah. Trump. but an MSNBC, I mean it is a party line. Even uh, covering up for people like Joy Reid and things like that—they're nuts.
3: That's over incredible there. that she's still there.
0: Incredible. incredible. Has, 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 the,
3: has the FBI investigation found the time-traveling homophobic hackers?
0: <laughs> not yet.
3: Because <laughs> there was an, apparently an FBI investigation. I'm no, not sure what the she, results she of it are. Called on the FBI. Right. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, oh, well, any predictions think- about what the uh, um, the FISA uh, the IG report is going to show?
3: On the uh, Carter page, the yeah. origins of the that's a very interesting thing to watch. Yeah, I think it's, I don't know. I think it's gonna be I, devastating. It could be. It potentially could be. Lost
0: it right. wouldn't take this long otherwise. The it,
3: origins of the steel dossier, the oh, investigation so I know, i i the that campaign. Steele dossier, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I think... think. Listen, I, I think that think totally... You uh, totally. You know, we didn't talk not this before, this I know we know we have to go. But one thing one thing think do think about is that this... that this. not even... not even. You can't even talk about it. Without people, uh, without being nervous about it, but I wanted to say, this poor guy, Trump, <laughs> from day <laughs> from day one, they wanted to impeach him. From, well, this is what well, I from yeah. July of sixteen. Can before you was the now? President. I run a business, right? And I cannot imagine. You know, there is a failure of empathy, not sympathy, which obviously is something different. But just imagining what it's like in someone else's shoes. The rage that he must be have experienced during this whole time to get in there being called a Russian agent. It's all right. bullshit. Right. They want to impeach him for everything. Yeah. And he's trying to to do his job in some way, you know, in his own right. egotistical crazy way. No president has ever and to find that to find out that much of it was false. Yeah. Is not a credit. Nobody should be happy about. No, that, you know. And, no. And then, and then the final question in my mind is always, well, how much of what we might eventually impeach him for
3: is a result of that? Is reactive. Yeah. Yeah. I he, think a lot of it. I think the reason why he fired Comey, the reason sure. why he did all these things that they claimed was obstruction of justice, it was yeah, it was obstructing a non crime. Right. There was no underlying crime to this. So yeah, he was pissed off because, as you say. He had all these people basically clamoring for his head for a crime that he knew he didn't commit. And I used to it,
0: describe him as as uh, the George Jetson defense. Uh, Jetson, you're fired. You or know, right. Mr. It, Spacey would fire, but he never fired him. Right. It was
4: rage. When Trump isn't the president anymore, or Warren, or Kamala Harris, or whoever is the president, now we have a situation where you can investigate the presidential candidate of the opposing party with a law on the books. I mean, we've made it till 1978 without having a FISA law. We didn't need it. But all of a sudden we need this Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, which sets up a fake court. It sets up a court that only has one side, the government against itself. It's like a Harlem Globetrotters game. <laughs> there's no there's no real other side. The generals are gonna lose. And that's why it's it's bullcrap to even call it a court. But well, I think people should be troubled by the fact that you can investigate anyone for any reason. And basically the only reason we found out about
0: it is because it's the president. Was this part of the Patriot Act? Is that I mean no, it exists. No, it's 78, 78. 78. I mean, the, I the world is a dangerous a place, you know, and, and uh, you you create certain institutions that are necessary, maybe, to defend us against threats, and inevitably they're abused by humans, and you know that's just the way of the world. Uh, I don't. I'm no expert on it. Any, All right, uh, Jamie, this was a hey, pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, I, Had hope, a I hope lot you of thought fun. the
3: conversation was not. Yeah, it was great. It's actually not, really good to get out of DC. Out of the bubble, out of the swamp, and uh, you know, talk to some uh, normal people. Most guests think we're a bunch of dullards, but no, uh, not at you all. Know what dullards? No, mean? I, I really I, enjoyed it.
1: I don't think that most guests think that. I think most <laughs> guests are. I think most of the guests are dullards. <laughs> uh, I, I'm underwhelmed by many of the uh, people we have on. Their intellectual uh, uh, weight. They don't use words, words like not, not like not, not by Jamie, no. <laughs> but often, but, but but, I think that Noam. More than holds his own against anybody we've had. on. Um, Except the ones I agree with. Uh, w- whether he's entertaining or interesting is another question. I- we we had Tyler Cowen on.
3: Oh, very smart guy. <sighs> very smart guy. <sighs> he's Didn't, he's scary smart. Super smart. He's scary smart. Well, which
1: one was he? Tyler Cowen. He's an the economist. economist he's right. a white guy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but. we had so
1: many. I gotta. I don't remember. But you know. But like a lot of these really
0: super smart guys. He was easier to talk to, right. and easier to disagree with. Right. You know, which yeah. is which is interesting. Well, Almost I think so that that's a
1: hallmark of the truly intelligent, is not being insecure about their intelligence, intelligence and being able to see other viewpoints. I would Maybe. imagine. Maybe. Also, just like he... just like a a guy that knows he can fight is not, is not going to be all up in your face saying, "Oh, you want to make some of it?" That's uh, why I don't do that. But <laughs> but it's it's true when you don't know what you're talking about, you fall back on the labels, you get
4: defensive, and
0: yeah. I think
4: you see that a lot. I mean,
0: All right, I, nice was make it, I was gonna make some allusion to my uh, marriage, but I'm gonna let that go. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>